Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is Q&A number four, 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 four. Is this the 40th fucking episode? This is the 40th episode of our goddamn nonsense. Oh my. <laughs> no, that's actually crazy. That is crazy. That's insane. Yeah. That's a lot of fucking episodes. Also, considering, like, well, these ones are, like, usually, like, just less than an hour, but there are some that are over. That's, like, 40, and that's not including, like, what we edit out. That's, like, four full days of (laughs) us talking to each other, because I would say, like, 48 or more of actual us recording. So we've been sitting, talking to each other across from a microphone for over four straight days. Like, I will say this. Oh, that's not, that's two days. 48 hours is two days. Wow. There's definitely friends that I've plugged that many hours with just like in general conversation, but I can safely say that I have not plugged 40 hours with anyone else in my life of having like deep, thoughtful conversation. Wow. <laughs> As I, was, as I was coming out of my mouth, I was like, mm, Not us. No. Yeah. no, but you know what I mean? Like, actually talking about topics and, like, discussing them, even if we're being silly about yeah. it. Like, I think of usually when I hang out with friends, like, even if it touches on that, the rest of the time you're just talking about bullshit or people in your life. Yeah, you're gossiping. Sacks. Yeah, dicks, <laughs> buttholes, yeah. whatever. Well, us. Wait, that's what we're talking about here. We have two full days. That's insane. 48 hours. That's oh like us. God. Imagine just us sitting here for the next two days talking. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Just a nightmare. nightmare. <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm so sick of you. By the uh, way, thank God. I like, know. I th- Forty thank hours. Thank God, I'm not the only one feeling it. Fuck, I was sick of you from episode two, but now it's reasonable to say. I was, I was really sick of you before sick of you. we even started. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of us. Look yeah, us go. good, good for us. I'm also proud of all the people that still listen. <laughs> You're brave. You are a soldier in, in the same war. <laughs> oh my God! For those of you listening, though, please, um, you know, with any of these milestone episodes every 10, I like to remind everyone that it really, really, really does help us out if you like or follow or subscribe wherever you're listening on SoundCloud, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, wherever Android people listen, because the more people that follow and subscribe, the more people that we are recommended to and more people find us, and that really helps us out. Also, the biggest way that we can grow is you sharing this with your friends. So if you want to screenshot wherever you're listening on your phone and share it on your Instagram story and tag us, we'll share it as well. That would mean the world to us, and hopefully other friends can find it and maybe get something from this podcast. Yeah. You know? Or leave us a review on yes. uh, on uh, Apple uh, Apple iTunes, iTunes whatever the podcast maker. <laughs> five, five stars only? Yeah, five stars only. Oh my gosh, yes, reviews, please. Yeah, Thank you. Because people see those and they're like, wow, these people aren't just two idiots. <laughs> and then they listen they're like, wait. We go look at our you are two, two idiots. stars. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone in the comments, two idiots. Yeah. <laughs> Don't listen. Just two idiots. Don't bother. <laughs> no, but for real, it would mean, uh, would mean a lot to us. And also, a lot of people that message me like dm me or whatever by the way i check all my dms so if you do i'm probably seeing it and i share a lot of them too um but a lot of people that message me are like wow this podcast has really helped me out or like i just feel connected to you guys or uh i relate so much and i'm like so happy you found the podcast and that means the world to me but i also think to all those people or if you're feeling that way listening share it with a friend because you never know who else might need to hear it totally and i know for me when i was younger we talked about this a little bit last episode i was so late to finding the representation like I was late to finding Tumblr, I was late to finding YouTube, and I wish that someone had shared it with me because I was like searching for it. So yeah, if you are 
safe and out and able to do so, please share on your social medias or pass it along to friends. It would mean a lot. Yeah. yeah. So four minutes of us begging for you to share. Yeah. Q and gay. Hope you're loving it. And yeah. that's it. See you around the gay yeah, that's <laughs> Bye. For this episode. Yeah. Cha-ching. Fool them. <laughs> no. So for the Q and gay, uh, speaking of social media, we asked you on uh, social media to ask us questions and we will be answering them today for you. Um, so just a little more quick begging. You can follow us on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and I can explain podcasts. Me personally at Brian Williamson and Sean.Lust. I like how it's a question and answer, but we're like, our question to you is, will you listen to us? Will, <laughs> will you, you share the content? <laughs> will you plug us at your family dinners? Absolutely. Oh, man. Okay, so... Oh, this is literally me begging. Ready? I need questions because I'm filming an episode of I Can Explain Podcast in just a couple hours with Sean, and it's a Q and Gay episode, so ask away. So you can get in on that next time <laughs> at Brian Williamson. Okay, but for now, let's actually get to what we're fucking supposed to be doing. Yeah, that could be nice. Oh Jesus, how many people have already tuned out? All so of many. them. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so. The first question is, what are the best ways to overcome internalized homophobia? Love your podcast, by the way. Oh my god, cute. Thank you. Love you too. Love that. That's from Christine. Um, internalized homophobia. Probably not a question for Brie, because she has so much of it still. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that's a very... It's hard. Hard question, but a good question as well. Like, genuinely, I would say therapy. Yeah. Um... It's honestly, I was talking to someone about it the other day, and I think what people don't realize is it's like being right-handed and learning to write with your left hand. Yeah. Like, you have to, like, unlearn the instinct to grab the pencil with your right hand. Yeah. And then you also have to learn something that feels, like, so unnatural to you, because every waking moment of your life, up until when you figure yourself out or where you come to a place where you can come out and surround yourself by people who, um, you know, are positive and supportive... It's such a heteronormative, toxic environment, and people don't really realize that, that are heterosexual, because that environment for them works. It doesn't feel toxic, because they fit those molds. So, when you're growing up, and every fucking TV show character, every cartoon, every book you read, every freaking, you know, person you meet is like, oh, do you have a boyfriend yet? Or like literally saying to children like to a boy and a girl meet that are like five and they're like they're gonna be boyfriend girlfriend yeah. one day like it's so around that heteronormative like, nature my dog's a girl yeah 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 like <laughs> what yeah like it just the whole thing like, my dog's a boy they yeah. should date yeah. like you know I'm like oh my god your dog's so cute what's her name they're like that's a that's a boy dog yeah like, that's oh, a boy uh, yeah it's uh, like uh, what sorry, like uh. it's so like yeah like the gender colors of babies and yeah. like people getting insulted if you call them the wrong gender and like everything in life uh, fucking sex ed class all of high school that mentions nothing about gayness history strips every gay part of history which yeah. is such a huge part of history there's so much lgbtq history even in non-lgbtq spaces like i think people just assume it's like stonewall and things like that it's like no like literally i spent a year learning around the about the fucking romans not once did they mention that they were all banging each other yeah. and like gay and it was like so common back then but they strip all that out of anything so it's just also heteronormative that it just becomes what you think is regular and then that's where internalized homophobia starts because 
even if you're not surrounded by homophobic people, yeah. you just feel so wrong and weird for the way that you're feeling, and you feel unnatural. Yeah. And then it's even worse if you are surrounded by homophobic people, then it's even worse because they're straight up saying that yeah. it's wrong and bad and unnatural. So I think a big thing for me with like my internalized homophobia mm-hmm. was like allowing myself to feel like I deserved good things as yeah. well, which mm-hmm. I think is a really hard thing for you to come to terms with yeah. a lot of the time, because like, not only is there the, the homophobia that you're feeling, mm-hmm. but it's like you won't allow yourself to even like lean into these feelings for other people, or lean into like understanding that you're not yeah. doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm, totally. <laughs> so just like kind of allowing yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> to get that you're not doing anything wrong and that you deserve happiness totally. in whatever that may come. Mm-hmm. The same gender, probably, in yeah. this case. <laughs> I feel like for me, a big part of my coming out process was acknowledging some internalized homophobia and what I was doing wasn't wrong in the sense that I felt like by being me, I was ruining other people's lives. Right, Like totally. I yeah, was that's... disappointing other people, and yeah. therefore, like, it was selfish of me to be myself. Yeah, so I think a chunk of it is like taking the weight off your shoulders yeah. as well. And just allowing yourself and it's like I'm not responsible for other people feeling disappointed in yeah. who I am. Like I'm responsible for my own happiness and that's like first and foremost. Yeah. But I think as an younger LGBTQ person, I really thought that like, wow, if I am who I am, then I'm going to like ruin my parents' lives, I'm gonna ruin my family's lives. Like it's so disappointing for them. Like everything they wanted for me isn't gonna happen. Like that's the way I thought at that point. Now yeah. I know nothing. And then you spiral true. too. But you yeah. spiral and you just think like, oh my God, like it's just gonna be so much easier to just not be me. And there's yeah. a point of my life that I genuinely thought like it's just gonna be so much easier to like just marry a guy, up. suck it up, like whatever, because I just couldn't deal with the other part. And so much of that was internalized homophobia because I genuinely thought what I was doing and who I was was wrong. Yeah. And so as soon as I was allowing myself to kind of rework that thought process, which takes years. Like, oh my god, I, I, yeah. Also that like it's not a switch. You no. can just like, oh my god, gay is okay? Wow, work. No. Slay. <laughs> and also there's even moments in my life now that you like I see it come up. Like, you know, the other day Julie and I were in Michael's, which I feel like is like a very oh God, like very hetero hetero normative <laughs> yeah. space. Like it's like middle aged women that I feel like are probably like going to church on Sundays and then doing craft time afterwards and like picking up their supplies. Yeah, and we were walking around and there was like this like elderly lady in the same aisle as us, and Julia was holding my hand, and I let go of Julia's hand because in my mind. Like subconsciously, which I recognize afterwards, I thought I was being rude to an old lady. Right. Like, I literally thought, like, by me doing this, I'm being inappropriate and rude, which is disrespectful to this elderly lady. Yeah. And then afterwards, I'm like, there's nothing rude or inappropriate about me holding my girlfriend's hand. But that's how you feel. Whereas a boyfriend and girlfriend that are in their 20s and holding hands to Michael's would never think, like, oh, we're being rude to this elderly woman. Or, like, that you're, like, inconveniencing people. Like, that was a huge thing for me, that I was going to be, like, a burden. Yeah. But you're not. Also, like, here's the thing. I will ruin my parents' life. (laughs) But it won't be because I'm gay, you know? <laughs> There's so many Unrelated, yeah. There's so many yeah. other ways. It'll be because of my personality. <laughs> yeah, so I think that, uh, obviously, this is a long-winded and loaded question with not a lot of answers. 
Um, honestly, I think it's just first recognizing that it's a thing. Like, if you've already recognized that... If you're asking the question, you're doing pretty well. You're doing pretty well, because (laughs) you already realize that, like, no, you're actually not a bad person for being gay. This is due to internalized homophobia. Well, it's also, like, something that was systematically taught to you for probably your entire life up until this point. Yeah, it's like the trees are green, and then one day realizing that they're actually red, and you've just been told them the whole life. (laughs) The trees are green, uh, they're not actually, and everyone's gay. (laughs) Like that. Hey, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I think recognizing is the first step. Therapy helped me a ton because yeah. being able to talk through it with someone and rec- and be able to recognize, be able for them to tell me this is due to your internalized homophobia. Like that's why you're feeling that way. Yeah. You're not wrong. Like if you can afford therapy, I like highly recommend it. Yeah. And then just like being around people that you can relate to, like, going to queer spaces and realizing that, like, when you get to know those relationships and those people, you realize that they're not bad people, they're not wrong, and that they feel love the same way that anyone else does. So I think, I don't know if that's helpful or not, but... I think so. Also, like, that you, if you are seeking therapy, there are, like, a lot of usually in your city, Mm -hmm. like, free resources. Especially for, like, there are quite a few resources for, like, the LGBT community as well, because we're um, pretty fucked in the brain a lot of the time. (laughs) Why do you think we all have anxiety and depression? Yeah, exactly. Oh, God, (laughs) fuck. Okay, the next question is... For your next vacation, where would you go? And then I guess this person's maybe from there because they added, would you go to Puerto Vallarta, Mexico and zipline? Oh my God, fun, <laughs> <Cute>. yeah. <laughs> I've actually been to Puerto Vallarta like three times in the last five years. I th- I was there recently, actually. Yeah, so But I would go back I and zipline, yeah. hell yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I guess if you could get on a plane tomorrow to anywhere, where would it be? Um, I would love to go to like... But this is, like, if I was, like, super rich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would love to go to, like, Bali mm-hmm. and, like, just, like, go to one of those, like, huts on the water. Oh, yeah. Like, that's, like, my dream. Like, yeah. I love the water. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be, like, just to wake up, like, on the ocean. So but not sick. on a boat, because I'd be so seasick. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, on a, a, a not-moving <laughs> vessel. Perfect. Ideal. <laughs> yeah, goals. Oh I went, when I was traveling, I backpacked Europe for four months. This was before I was really on social media, so I don't think anyone that was, like, maybe listening would have seen that part of my life, which is weird to think, because now so much of my life is, like, any traveling I do is on the internet. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I backpacked for four months, and when I was in Croatia, I stayed on a boat for two weeks, and literally, like, it was so dope because every morning you'd wake up and you'd be like on a new island in right. Croatia. Like if you've been you're, like, there, traveling. Like, on yeah, the... there's so many islands off of the like regular coast, so you have to get to them by boat. So literally, like by the time I woke up, probably hung over as shit because it was like on a boat with a bunch of other twenty year olds. Yeah. Um, they'd be like have having sailed from six a.m. till eight a.m. or whatever, you're and like, you wake up and you're like, where did place this is sick but the boat would oh fucking rot so you wake were up seasick. covered in your own vomit no, so <laughs> on a different island and you would literally like wake up and you'd be getting like thrown from side to side like the cabins where it was insane yeah not into that but yeah otherwise great times where would um, you go i would go back to croatia speaking of it like as i'm talking about it, i'm like i feel like i would it's kind of a weird thing to say because a lot of people assume you'd want to go somewhere new and for a lot of my life I always tried to go like to the new place Yeah. but I feel like there's so many places that I visited when I was like 
18 to 24 that I would go back and have a different experience and also now that I'm in a relationship a different experience with Julia yeah like when I went last time I was literally like out hooking up with people and like drinking excessively and like yes when you thought you said different experience (laughs) (laughs) so now it would just be round two ding ding (laughs) fuck I literally for a second there I was like so confused and I realized you're just an asshole yeah just kidding (laughs) Hi, welcome to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I think that, like, I honestly did do a good job when I was younger. I think a lot of people, when they traveled, just partied. Yeah. The people I traveled with, we did a good job of, like, actually also seeing the, like, historical stuff and, like, went on a Doing shots, like, at (laughs) at a destination. (laughs) Yes. But, like, no, I saw, like, a lot of museums and did all the walking tours and, like, I did all that stuff, too. But I just think that now that I'm older and, like, maybe, like, seeing things through, like, traveling with a partner would be, like, different. Yeah. And any of the times I've traveled to, like, long, uh, long-term long times was single and, like, younger. So I think it would just be, like, a bit of a different experience now. So I wouldn't mind going back to Europe. I think if I was going to fly anywhere tomorrow, I would love to go to Ireland because that's one yeah. place I've never been. And I feel like that's just very my vibe. Like, just go drink beer and, like, potatoes. The, yeah, eat potatoes yeah. and, like, get Irish stew and, like, just live my fucking life. Plus, I'm Irish, so I think it'd be kind of cool. Yeah. And now that I'm on, like, Ancestry.ca and all that shit, I would, like, try and find, like, second cousins. Oh just, like, traveling around Ireland. They're like, They're like Can you please go home. home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're my fifth cousin. Like, who are you? We have no relation. I'm expecting, like, a teary like, introduction. into their house. <laughs> Hi, Auntie yeah. Sue. I'm home. I'm like, sure you police? recognize me. 911. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, like the smallest DNA connection I'm like I'm back to my roots yeah yeah, so I would like to go to Ireland. That's a good one. Yeah. Although I did see this morning a, another plane fall out of the sky and everyone died, so now I'm a little... Mm-hmm. That's so rare, though. I know. You can't oh, that. was like really that sad, also. though. It was like Ethiopia, yeah, wasn't it? Was it? Really, they had like really 19 sad. Canadians died. I know. Like, so many people fucking died. Yeah, like a hundred and something people. So fucking sad. But like... Planes that... scare me. Oh, they're well, terrifying. Well, we've talked about this a lot. They yeah. also just like don't exist. Like, whenever I see a plane, Planes? I'm like... Yeah. Like when I'm when I'm, in a plane <laughs> I'm like or, oh my god do I have to tell am I the one that has to tell her? <laughs> no, when I'm in a plane, when I see a plane take off, like when I'm at the airport or like driving up or even to see a plane in the sky, I'm like this is how I know that this whole thing is a simulation and doesn't actually exist. Absolutely. And like I'm making this all up in my mind, like this is like some weird video game or something. I don't know what it is. But yeah, I'm this like is okay, metal real. sky bird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like okay, like thing that weighs like you're, a ton. You're not fooling anyone. Fly through the fucking sky. Like, like, are you joking? Like, everyone, hop on. We're going to take this metal tank up into the air. No, it doesn't exist. The universe doesn't exist. Nothing, Nothing, is, Nothing real. is real. And, um, yeah. This just very quickly became a conspiracy theory <laughs> podcast. No, actually, but as I'm looking at it, like, I know people can try to explain, like, oh, the wind gets pushed under the wings. Shut uh, up. Yeah, no. Like, it doesn't exist. No, it's not you're real. a goat. Yeah. So... In that breath, my mind's just making up that I'm going to go to Ireland. Hope that answered your question. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, fuck. Anyways. <laughs> Jesus. Next question. This one's from Zoe. How soon is too soon to say I love you? Um, This coming from like a crazy person. Yeah, um, I was like, I can't answer Not Zoe. This. Love you, Zoe. You're not crazy. Um, We are. I've had true. relationships that I... It's been like 
a long time. Yeah. But I'm very much of the mindset, because I am insane, <laughs> that, like, I don't think there's... Unless it's, like, a week, like, chill out, I would say. Or maybe not. Maybe that's right for you. I'm so afraid to answer this question. Uh, yeah, because... I'm anyway, crazy. Yeah. I personally think that there isn't, like, a right time, because, like, you have a capacity f- to feel love for different people at different times. Yes. For me, I usually feel it pretty quickly in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, I would say, like, after, like, a month or two, like, yeah. I would be comfortable saying it. Yeah. But that's also because, like, I like to invest my time in somebody that I feel like I love. Yeah. And if I don't have those feelings towards somebody, I don't really see the point. Yeah, totally. So, for me, I'm like... I think as soon as you feel it, that's mm-hmm. okay. That yeah. might be too soon for your partner is the issue yeah. a lot of the time. But I don't know. It's a very personal thing. I yeah. think it's like I would be fine saying it in like the first month. <laughs> I literally did not believe in love at first sight. And then the first time I met Julie, I was in love with her. I'm not joking. The first time I met her. Okay. I talked to well, her for like Well, some people have hours. miserable lives, okay? <laughs> Myself included. <laughs> <laughs> No, like, I actually, and I, I, if I had said that to myself, like, before I met Julie, I would have been like, you're fucking insane. Yeah. But, but simulations change. But simulations change, <laughs> you know? I'm I'm running this bitch, yeah, yeah. so. <laughs> it's what it is. No, so I did not say it that night, but I, the next day I was like, holy fuck, who was a girl? Like, I am in love with that person. Yeah. Like, like, I'm supposed to be with that person. Anyways, flash forward to, like, when we were dating or whatever, we'd probably been dating, like, I don't know, like, fucking two weeks like yeah. literally like actually like seeing each other and like hanging out every day and we were like laying on the ground this sounds sexual it was not sexual at all laying on the ground and like <laughs> rolling around that sounds so bad i don't know just like kind of like just sounds sexual like, it was like with our fingers it was like <laughs> but like <laughs> we were naked yeah right? no fully clothed like laying on the ground just like joking around like okay. being silly like I don't know what fucking what couples and weird people do. And I was kind of like rolled on top of her at one point and I was like looking her dead in the eye and I like couldn't keep it in anymore. I'm not joking for the full two weeks every day I'd like almost said it and I'd just been like, Brie, you're crazy, like don't say it, like you're gonna scare this bitch. Yeah. And in that moment I was just like, I said it and I felt so fucking good. I've never felt more like elated in my life. I felt so good because I'd been like holding it back. And I was like, I love you. And she said Thank you. <laughs> that's the that's the too soon for your partner thing. No, but that's the thing. So she wasn't ready to say it, but and I remember um, calling my sister afterwards and then talking to my best friend about it, and both of them had the same same response. They're like, "Oh man, I'm so sorry. Was that hard?" I was like, "What? No, I'm fucking like so yeah, happy. Like, it was lit. <laughs> I was just so in love with her, and like obviously still am. But at this moment, I was just so excited to tell her that I loved her. I literally gave zero shits about the response. You just got it like, out. I just needed to say you, like, it. Wiped my hands of it. Now you know. Yeah, you know. I'm, See I'm you when you're ready. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, two weeks later, she told me she loved me, and, like, that was fantastic. Yeah. But, like, there was no no point of me telling her not telling her had to do with, like, her response. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, like, when I was younger, I thought, like, oh, I have to know they love me, too, for me to say it. And at that point, it wasn't... I was just like, I fucking care about you and love you so much, I just need to tell you, because you deserve to know. But I also feel like I have, like, I'm aware that I have love for my friends, too. And, like, other people in my life. So I think that's probably why I'm more, like, comfortable saying it, is that I Mm -hmm. have addressed that I feel love in different ways. Yes. I I also think that, like, a lot of people, when they say, oh, it's too soon to love 
someone or fall in love with someone, I think you can love every layer of a person. So, yeah. like, you could be in love with someone that you've just met because you're in love with what you know of them already. Who they presented themselves and who they to be. Presented. Yeah. And then it can change. Like, Which you just get to means as level. much as well. Yeah, And then exactly. you can find out that they're, like, a serial killer. But yeah. you loved the person that wasn't. That wasn't yeah. before you knew. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And then, like, as you get to them deeper, like, if you continue to fall, like, that's why I genuinely think it makes sense when people say I'm falling even more in love with you or I fall more in love with you every day. Or like, when people say I'm, I'm falling more out things. of love. Yeah. Which, like, I think that's valid, too. too. Yeah. Because you're like, yeah, you could have loved someone for what you knew them to be up to this point but like circumstances change or like you get to know them on a deeper level like you move in with them and you fucking hate the way they live or like you yeah. hate like but I don't think that like, like invalidates any of the feelings that you no. did feel or the love that you felt for that person no. which I think a lot of people think it does yeah like, or people change over time like you can be in love with someone like I was so different at 16 yeah so like whoever was in love with me at that age idiot like <laughs> true but also like if they met me now and, like, even if we had zero pass and, like, they just, let's pretend they could wipe their brain, yeah. they might not fall in love with me like they did at that point. Yeah. Or people that didn't like me at that time might now. Like, it's, it, people totally. change. Right? Well, I thought I loved you as a friend, and now episode 40, I... You're in love with me more. I hate it. You're, you're like, actually in love with me. You wow. want to date me? You want to marry me? I'm like, God, this is my You want to be together forever? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> episode oh. 41, The Proposal. <laughs> You like don't tell what we're recording. Yeah. This is gonna be so cute. It's gonna be a really good episode. It. Just go along with us. Yeah. <laughs> we start talking about butt sex, and all of a sudden you just pull out. Yeah, uh, of course. That's my regular transition. A little transition for you. <laughs> oh my god! All right, next question. Let's do this. Let's do it up. Okay. How to get over your ex. Help. Also, please keep this anonymous. LOL. I think we talked about this in an episode. Okay, Brad. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Suzanne Summers. um... From Georgia. (laughs) (laughs) Looks like their ex's name is Timothy Green. Yeah, post their Instagram to uh, check my story. They're tagged. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, I think, honestly, like some of these questions, I will just refer you to one of our other episodes because I don't think we can like fully take them on um, to give them justice but genuinely like check out our episodes on both what are ones we talked about exes and breakups exes breakups and even cheating like depending on what you went through with your breakup Uh, yeah that could really steer you on that (laughs) I think with those three episodes like we talk about that's like your survival guide yeah that's a survivor (laughs) survivor survivor I can't speak a lot of the time. You know that. Oh, I know that How do too I do well. a podcast? I don't know. But yeah, breakups, exes, cheating. Go check out those episodes because we go into them thoroughly. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's... Too thoroughly. Too thoroughly. But have fun listening. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Get yeah. a snack. Get a snack and some tissues yeah, ready, honey. absolutely. Okay. Recommendations for your current favorite LGBTQ plus movies or shows? So maybe you say three and I'll say three. Um, <laughs> Are there any? Oh my god. Uh, I don't do well like on the on the fly. <laughs> my brain is way too slow for that. We went to this uh, ping pong uh, bar uh-huh. called Back and Forth in Vancouver and people were like, oh my god, I can't wait to play ping pong. And I was like, my brain doesn't <laughs> not work that quick. quick. That. Okay, yeah. I'll go first. Yeah, you go first. Okay, so we recently went to the premiere of Boy Race together. Oh. It was awful to watch, yeah. like, hard to watch. But, like, 
So good. But so good. Yeah. And then um, the L word is getting a reboot. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't watched that, that was like literally my like coming of gay TV shows. Like I binged that. I loved it. I was obsessed. So if you haven't seen the L word, I think it's just like something like, especially a queer woman, you just need to do it. So like go look it up, binge the previous seasons because new seasons are on their way. That's confirmed. And uh, third... Blue is the Warmest Color is my favorite uh, queer woman movie of all time. Yeah. Uh, it will always be my favorite. So that's, like, not a new one, but it's, like, I could watch it over and over again. I connect to it, like, so deeply. Like, I feel like it kind of mirrors in a lot of way how I felt when I was figuring myself out. Yeah. So those are, like, three that I would recommend. Okay, fair. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Boy Erased, I would say, is, like, a very... Mm-hmm. Like, it's a lot. It's a lot, <laughs> Yeah, but it's, I bawled. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. I distinctly remember we went to the premiere together, but you were sitting with your family, yeah. and I was sitting with, like, some of my friends, and I distinctly remember the lights coming on, oh, and I God. looked back, and you and Brooke were, like, oh, I would God. say, like, you were, like, 97% liquid. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, was, I wasn't just tearing up. I was sobbing. Sobbing. Brooke couldn't talk to us oh, no. for like five minutes after yeah. it. She like was she was shook. like, yeah, it was like a lot. So yeah, so if you're looking for a happy-go-lucky, that not will that not be one. it. But yeah. I think it's a really good movie to watch. And also probably a good movie to watch because it's so well done. Yeah. For watching with like I went with my family like that are all heterosexual like if you're out enough to like watch it with family or friends that maybe don't understand the struggles of people that are LGBTQ yeah it's like one good representation of that and like what LGBTQ people have gone through and I feel like it's a different layer that maybe families or friends that are heterosexual that don't get it and don't get the whole like, gay rights movement yeah. can watch and be like, oh, this is why prides are important. This yeah. is why things yeah. are important. Yeah, especially you know? because like the one of the things that fucked me up the most about that movie mm-hmm. is that it's like so recent. Yeah. Like you watch oh, this movie yeah. and you think it's like something that happened in like the 60s, be, but like, like yeah. it's modern cars, like they have cell phones. Yeah. Like you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, it's still a, still a problem. I think that's why like I cried so hard at the end because especially like oh my God, when but, the dates came up oh, on the screen but, uh, yeah. and I was like, also the, this guy is now like, what like 35 like this happened when he was like like happened so recently to him yeah exactly like i don't understand it's crazy yeah so yeah so that's i think a good one to watch if you want like to be woke or like help people around you yeah. be woke yeah um and then i don't know do you have like two um, nicer ones that aren't that like uh, from like this everybody knows this but like call me by your name for me was like i've never seen it oh my god it's so good but it. i really like resonated with it right um because I, it it just like portrayed that kind of like first gay mm-hmm. love, like that, like the like intimacy, but like the confusion yeah. and like the hiding it, and like there's so, so many well, layers that I felt, even though it was portrayed by like two straight actors, yeah. which has its own problems. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like it was very real and how it did it, mm-hmm. so that one was really good. Um, yeah, that's like. That's maybe okay. for like a happy one. Love Simon. Oh my god, so good. So good. Or like Queer Eye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I listen to like more like LGBT artists. Like I'm not right. really into like not into. I don't watch those gay Hon- films. <laughs> Honestly, there's just not many of them. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, and I'm also like just like pretty garbage with my taste. So I watch like mm. whatever is popular. Yeah, fair. fair. Um, you, you know garbage. what? Thank you. You know what's a great LGBT show for me? Tidying up with Mary Condon. <laughs> 
Super gay. Super gay. One of the gayest Gays shows I've ever seen. Gays <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, we have a question. It's a relationship question. Okay. This one says... Is it for me? <laughs> Triggered. There's another one for you later, but I don't know if you're going to want me to say it. Oh, my God, what? Ah! I love drama. <laughs> Okay, we'll just do that one first. Okay, That's sure. Fun. It says, is Sean still single? Um, ready, folks? Drum roll. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. Oh, my God. It's actually public. <laughs> it's public. I know. That's how Still sad, is. though. Still, still sad. sad. Yeah. I feel like I've been part of your brand on this whole podcast. Don't worry. It still is. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like some people are going to be sad that you're not, like, lonely and miserable. Oh, I'm still, oh, still lonely and miserable. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. We're good. We still have the same old Sean people. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> the depression is still there. <laughs> <laughs> now I just have a warm body next to me. Sometimes warm. <laughs> but isn't that crazy? Like, all the episodes, like, if you listen back at the end, you're, like, desperately asking for, like, a boyfriend? I know. And now you have one. Yeah, I know. And also now you have no funny jokes because that's all you could <laughs> make jokes from. <laughs> but now you don't have anything and you're back to just oh being God. regular and boring. boring. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I gotta come up with new material. I'm I gonna know. Just start ripping on you and your boyfriend. <laughs> or like just like me and my face probably is an easy choice. <laughs> your personality. Just start cutting yeah, deeper and Go deeper. for the real things. <laughs> Well, congratulations off the market. Thank you. He'll probably be back on in a couple yeah, months. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> okay. The next question is, I met someone in group therapy. Would it be a good idea to ask her out? Whoa. That's, That's like, um, uh, I feel like there's so many movies based off of uh-huh. that. What's that movie with uh, Emma Roberts? Oh, yeah. The one that they meet. Yeah, it's I kind know, of a funny yeah. story. That's yeah. what it's called. One of my favorite books when I Love knew how it. to read. <laughs> I don't anymore. I actually. lost the ability. <laughs> I made way for new things. Um, uh, that's a loaded question. Because it, um, it totally depends on the person and like the situation. Yeah, totally. I can't speak for this person because I don't know any of the mm. details. Uh, I think that why not? You know what? For me, what I think about that is. Obviously, if this person's in therapy, then they're well on their way enough to be getting therapy. Tot- that, I was I was thinking about that. I was like, well, I think that people are asking that question because of like the stigma around yeah. mental health. But it's like if that person is in a place that they're seeking help, I think that that is better than dating somebody that maybe yeah, you have no idea didn't exactly. go to therapy and should. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, exactly, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I agree with you. Like, I think the stigma is that, like, they're like, oh, if you're in therapy, that means you have problems, so avoid those people. Well, guess what? I'm in Everybody's therapy. Everybody's fucked up as well. Like, That's the thing. the people that aren't going to therapy just haven't acknowledged exactly. what they're, they're fucked, fucked up Exactly, they're fucked up in the closet. Yeah. Like, us! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, I think, uh, why not? I mean, it's obviously particular to the situation, but I think Yeah, also, if they're like, oh, I'm in therapy because I killed my whole family, <laughs> maybe not. Maybe avoid them. <laughs> Maybe just sidestep that one. But yeah, if you feel like you're going to be safe and they're a safe person. Also, like, I think it would be an easier start to a deeper connection because you're you already in a space. Issues. Yeah, and you're already in a space where you're, like, open to talking about those things. Yeah, and I think that there is specifically group therapy. I think there's, like, something to be said of people that go to group therapy because, like, my therapist literally was like, you shouldn't go to group therapy. You probably wouldn't benefit from it. Yeah. But, like, there takes a certain amount of openness and, like, comfort and, like, trust, which are all things that I would say bode well. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm. Why not? All right. Which, they said YouTubers, but let's just answer for, like, 
any people in general uh-huh. would you want to host on your podcast if you could have anyone on? Oh my god. So let's just say like people in general that we would love to have on. Okay. If, if there's like no like oh they wouldn't come on because right. they're too fucking famous or cool for us which okay. is like 99% of the population. Yeah literally that's a low estimate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah so if we could have just like anyone on. Yeah. Who would you want to interview? Um, I would love... This is, like, such a typical gay yeah. response, but here we go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would love to have, like, Lady Gaga on it. Oh, Because God, it's, like, yeah. I feel like she... People can disagree with this all they want, but yeah. I feel like she is, like, almost the ultimate ally. Totally. And people think that that could be problematic, that she's, like, use the gay community. Mm-hmm. I understand people have different valid opinions of that. Yeah. But, like, I just think it's really interesting to have somebody that has been like pushed as this ally yes. and like that's part of their brand even yeah. though as bad as that sounds um it would be interesting to like get mm-hmm. more into that yeah totally um cause like we obviously have a certain amount of knowledge as like mm-hmm. a gay and lesbian person like people that are in the community because yeah. we're in it yeah totally <laughs> um so that's like a, a big one for me mm-hmm. I think uh, as a like a person in the community I would love to have like Kate McKinnon because I think yeah. she's so incredibly so funny true. and you know that podcast will be lit oh, so good <laughs> yeah so yeah I feel like I would love to have I mean obviously like fucking goals like just go for the YouTube king why don't you Shane Dawson oh. like because because also, I think he would actually like talk about the shit we talk about. Like a yeah. lot of YouTubers, like think the, of... the simulation planes not existing. Yeah, and like <laughs> also like the sex thing. Like he's very like raunchy with his sense of humor. Yeah, he's very like out there. Like, and also I also kind of think it'd be cool interviewing him because while for like a while there his sexuality was like a big deal on YouTube, like when he was coming out and stuff. Now like that's no part of his brand. Like he just happens to have a boyfriend. And he like island. shows a happy gay. Yeah, and it's just like he's his video don't have to do directly with his sexuality. Yeah. So it'd be interesting, like, you're interviewing a YouTuber that is part of the LGBTQ community, he's bisexual, but, like, how that fits into it not defining him as a YouTuber. Totally. Right? Um, Also, like, how he made that transition to be comfortable enough that... Because he was huge before he was out. Yeah. And I... Most people that I know that are YouTubers, like, started their channel as being out. Mm -hmm. So I would be interested to talk to him or really anyone who, like, had a channel or a large following as representing as heterosexual and then had to come out online. Like, that would be really interesting for me. Um, I also would love to have on I don't know who it would be but just like I would be so curious to have on like a gay porn star oh yeah like just cause I I, I love that kind of like documentary thing like those you are the love documentaries. gay porn too I love it <laughs> so <laughs> the documentaries like I'm interested in are like people from just di- totally different like walks of life than me yeah and I think it would be like in- really interesting just interviewing someone that like I have no idea how it is to be them yeah right um and then I would really like to have on I mean fucking RuPaul like I don't know I would love to have on someone who is kind of like a brand boss that like created an LGBTQ brand whether it's RuPaul's Drag Race or like you know whether it's a fashion brand or something like kind of like someone who has created a brand out of being part of the LGBTQ community that has like boomed and just like get both sides of it you're already here Oh my god! Thank you for having me. Yeah. So like a hero, yeah, a hero. Yeah. <laughs> but like I would love to talk to someone who is both 
LGBTQ, but also their business is about being that. Yeah. And kind of like the opposite to Shane Dawson and how like their brand and everything is about how they're gay. Totally. And how they've made like a name of that. Name of that. Yeah. I think would be really interesting. And so. pushed our agenda just farther. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And last one I have is not like a famous person or a person specifically in general, but I would love to have on someone who's like elderly and part of the LGBTQ community like Absolutely. someone like yeah. 70 years old 80 years old that like could give us a perspective that we will just never have yeah. of how it was for them growing up and I think it would also be kind of a cool experience for them like sitting with us and seeing us just like openly talking about this at our age like use the internet and use, <laughs> oh, like opening a laptop yeah. they'd be this amazed this is a microphone <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, no one's ever going on to her podcast. <laughs> They're such dicks. Oh my god. So yeah, that's I don't I mean there's so many. Like realistically, if I had like an unlimited budget and could just like fly to all these people and anyone would actually answer my email, I would love to have a guest on every week. Absolutely. Also, I'm so fucking bored of us. Oh my god. I can't even begin to explain how bored I am. I can't even explain how boring we are. <laughs> that we're changing the title. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Oh my god. Okay. Um, the last question is what are your favorite gay bars events for women and men in Vancouver? I aka where can I meet slash find you guys? <laughs> I mean I'm sure that was intended in a really cute way, but I'm like, ah, Oh, really? I'm like, give me your number. I'll share my location permanently. <laughs> um, specifically, I will answer this for the queer women's side. Um, some quick answers. You can look up Lick Club, uh, Man Up, Vancouver, Hershey, Fly Girl Productions, host a variety of events. So if you look up Fly Girl Productions on Instagram or on Google... You'll see all their different events that they host. Um, We don't really have a permanent space, but I also hang out at Junction a lot. And that's on Davie Street. And even more specifically, if you go to my website, brandwilliamson.com, I did a pride guide last year. (laughs) Yeah, gotta get the plug in. But I did a pride guide last year that, yes, the events are past and gone, but those will be the same events that happen this year. Well, I'm sure you'll make a new one as well. Yeah, I'm sure I will. So, like, but if you want to, like, kind of get a sense of, like, what's out there, I talk more specifically about the different events that go on. So you can kind of find one that would work for you. They happen monthly. They also happen at Pride. Yeah. So you can check that out. Um, yeah, I would say the same. I if, yeah, if I go, lit. well, no, if I go out with, I've gone to oh, that's true, Hershey you have, before, you have. That's true, that's true. and if I go out with you to like a queer women yeah. event, like I would most likely go to Man Up. Yeah, that's true. Because I have before and will again. God damn it, can't get rid of me. <laughs> um, for sure, if you want to find us, we will be at uh, Vancouver's Next Drag Superstar oh, 2020. Every week we <laughs> every go. Every week. So, so that's like literally that's where, we where we'll be. be. Yeah. Um, if we go to a gay bar together, we always go to Junction. Junction. Love Junction. Just tearing up the D floor. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah that's, yeah. Are there, or are there, you just, closed down? Yeah. You could just um, also just come to my closet because <laughs> that's usually where we just DM us. We'll give you the address. Yeah, you can go I'll leave a ladder inside. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, on that note, 
I think we, we answered a fair amount of questions. We yeah. didn't get to all of them. So sorry if you asked and you didn't get your question answered. Make sure to ask us on social media and I'll do my best to answer there for you. Uh, at I Can Explain Podcast on Instagram or personally at Sean.Lusk and at Brian Williamson. You can also follow us on Twitter at I Can Explain Pod. And wherever you're listening, as mentioned at the beginning of this episode, please follow or subscribe, whether that's SoundCloud, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or wherever Android people listen. Um, until next time, until episode 40 fucking one. Oh yeah. my god. And question A. Uh, question, question in A. Question, <laughs> question in A. I hope you enjoyed this question in A. Q and A five. Oh my! Can you imagine when we're on fifty? What are we Fifty-two. Do? I feel is crazier. What are that's we? A yeah. Full, I mean, not like, like we've really done yeah. weekly, but, but a I feel year's like, worth of podcasts. Yeah. Holy shit, if you're just tuning in now, you have a lot to catch up on. Go listen to the rest. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, until next time, we will see, see you around, around the, the neighborhood. 40. It's like the same as your age. <laughs> SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, iTunes. Please make sure to follow subscribe. Wherever Android people listen, please keep, do that too. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Really appreciate all of you. You're fighting the good fight. <laughs> Also, don't forget to follow us on social medias. You can follow Sean and I on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast or personally at Sean.Lusk and at Brianne Williamson or on Twitter at I Can Explain Pod. And we love when you guys comment or message us or DM us and give us um, ideas for topics. Also, recently I've been getting a lot of DMs or tags on like Instagram stories of people listening and like giving their feedback or just being like, oh, love this episode. And I always share it. So if you're listening, take a screenshot, share it on your story, and I will share it personally on my account. But you got to tag me so that I can do that. And tag Sean. Yeah. And tag I Can Explain Podcast. Yeah. And tag all of your friends. Do it. Yes. <laughs> and until next time, we will see, see you around, around the, the neighborhood. neighborhood. Love this closet though. Love it. <laughs> <laughs>